Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Thank you for listening. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director, Wealth Management at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Today, I want to talk with you about multi-generational households. In 2023, BWFA is putting a focus on talking to clients and the public at large about multi-generational investing. Because there is a landslide, a a massive transfer of wealth that is coming down the pike for our country. And it's time to start talking about multi-generational wealth in a way that we haven't in the past. Today, I want to share with you some important considerations relating to the finances for any household's that are currently living in a multi-generational situation. So think back to the spring of 2020, uh, specifically February, March, April. That is when the whole COVID situation really came to the forefront. Many of us, if not most of us, started uh, working from home. If we were working in an office or in a site away from home all of a sudden, assuming our job was able to be done remotely, we found ourselves at home. And for many of us, like my wife and I, we found ourselves uh, living at home with all three of our children. Now, at the time we had two kids in high school, so we were pretty used to having two kids in the house, but now all of a sudden our college student came home and we were all living under one roof. So think about that time if you had a similar situation where, for whatever reason, you were living in a multi-generational household, potentially with more people in your home than you were used to. Think about what that felt like. So the reason why I'm having this conversation with you is that if you look at the number of younger generations moving back home, it has skyrocketed. It's triple the number that it was not that long ago. It's triple the number of young people without a college degree that are moving back home. And it's doubled for the young people that have at least a bachelor's degree. So, You know, when you look at our society right now, growing student debt, climbing rent prices, rising inflation, stagnant wages, there are a lot of financial strains that are making it harder for the younger generations to get by, much less get ahead on their own. Specifically, when you look at the number of U.S. adults aged 25 to 34 who live in a multi-generational family household now, it used to be only 9% of that age demographic back in early 1970s. Today, it's 25%. That's according to the Pew Research Center. 
And so it begs the question, does such a living arrangement help or hinder households? Is it possible that if you're in a multi-generational living arrangement, that that could negatively impact your ability to retire? So let's look at some of the things that you might want to be focused on if this applies to you. So those folks without a college degree, those adults, 25 to 34, without a college degree, only contribute a very small amount, about one-fifth, to the household's total income that they're living in. If you have a 25 to 34-year-old with a college degree, there's a more significant contribution But I want to take a step back and look at how you might have set up this arrangement. Because let's assume that your adult son or daughter moved back in with you for whatever reason. Did you all set some specific expectations up front? I highly encourage you to do that. And it's never too late. If you didn't do it initially, it's time to do it now. Things need to be discussed, like how much will your adult child contribute each month towards quote-unquote rent or insurance or utilities, plenty of other expenses that you might consider like food, or will your adult child be responsible for cooking their own meals and buying their own food? Is there an expected time frame for how long they're going to stay in your home? And are there ground rules? Are there going to be such things as quiet hours? Are they allowed to entertain guests? Any particular framework around that entertainment policy? Can they have guests until four o'clock in the morning? Or how does that work? And What household duties will they be responsible for? Are they taking out the trash? Are they taking out the recycling? Are they emptying the dishwasher every morning? There needs to be some discussion about how this looks, both from your perspective and from their perspective, so everybody is on the same page. Keep in mind that this doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, having an adult child living under your roof. When I think back to 2020, while it definitely took all of us in the Horner household a little bit of time and some discussion to determine how we were all going to live together and how people were going to get their private space and not have their private space and so on and so forth. What I do remember about that year is that my wife and I so thoroughly enjoyed family dinners. We gave the kids flexibility at breakfast and lunch, but since we're all in the same house, we sat down pretty much seven nights a week for months and months and months And we all had dinner together. And we had not done that in a long time. 
if your kids are athletes or they have an after-school job or, you know, whatever the case may be, as you probably can appreciate, having every member of the family sit down around the table and really, you know, spend an hour of quality time together talking amongst ourselves was something that we hadn't done a whole lot. We had tried, but we were lucky if we had one or two nights a week with everybody's busy schedule where we really sat down and had a quality hour plus long meal together. During COVID, we were able to have that a lot. So one of the benefits if your adult child is back under your roof is some quality time with your adult child. And maybe there are some other things that your adult child may bring to the table. Having an extra set of hands to contribute to household chores, being able to contribute to the financial support of the household. You know, there's this perception that every parent, every set of parents who has an adult child living in the house, that that adult child, you know, there's that, they're, they're in the basement watching cartoons all day or playing video games or whatever it is. That's not necessarily the case. In a lot of households where there's a multi-generational presence, they're living back at home not because they want to, but because they have to, because they can't afford to live outside the home and get ahead, and they want to buy a house. So by moving back in with mom and dad, they can perhaps you know, save for uh, the first house or whatever it might be. So as we come to an end on this discussion, I want to underscore the most important thing if you're entering into or are in a multi-generational household is that expectations are set up front. And if you're already into it, it's never too late. Set some expectations now. Assuming that there's no glaring dysfunction, this could be a win-win both for mom and dad and for the adult child. For more information on additional financial matters that impact multi-generational households, I encourage you to stop by bwfa.com where you will find lots of information or come to one of our webinars where we talk about multi-generational wealth issues or better yet, if you're not already a BWFA client, call us or visit our website to schedule a conversation with a BWFA advisor to talk to you more personally about how you can address your wealth management needs. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.